Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to make our top 20 overall list. We haven't done that yet. We have basically just done position ranks because a lot of times... I don't even. I wouldn't even follow my own list on these kind of situations. We don't necessarily always like to do it, but we thought we've had a lot of people ask us about it, where we would slot these guys, how we would rank them. So we figured we'd just talk it out on today's show, and we actually have no list yet. We're going to put this top 20 together on the episode and just kind of maybe it might be a better way to do it. People can hear our thought process on why we're putting these players there as we do it kind of a thing. So it would be a good way to do that. Before we get into it, make sure you check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. On Instagram, we're Fantasy Football Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. And you can always email us at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Once again, I just want to tell you about the Fan Up app where you can put basically all the teams you have from all your leagues, from ESPN leagues, Yahoo leagues, NFL leagues, My Fantasy League, all those teams, put them on one spot. You can manage your teams, check out player news, check out your scores, all of that stuff. It's Really nice to have that when you have a million teams in all kinds of different places and formats and just makes it difficult to manage and find out what's happening with everything. So make sure you download the FanUp app, get all of that. All right, Jeff, ready? Ready. Top 20 list. We're going to talk this out as we go, figure out what we're thinking. And the top's going to be very easy to do. So one and two, no-brainers whatsoever, right? And go ahead, who would you put number one? going to be David Johnson right now. It's going to be Bell number two. So one and two is going to be David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. Those were our number one and number two running backs, and we're really running back heavy here anyway. So that's what we're going to – it's not even – we've talked about David Johnson and Bell on, this, on the running back episode. If you really want to know what we want to think about those guys in depth, you can check that out. But I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned about Bell not playing yet. I don't think it's going to be an issue. It's just an issue to put him below Johnson. That's – what I see with there. And all pretty much this is gonna be standard leagues, not PPR. PPR will be a little different. So this is just gonna be a standard league scoring system. So when we get to number three, that's where we actually have questions. What do you do here? Our number one wide receiver is Antonio Brown. Our number three running back is LaShawn McCoy. What are you leaning? What are you thinking right now on this? I mean, I'm staying pat with going running back heavy. I would yeah. take McCoy. Um, makes the draft go a lot easier. Uh, this is probably one of the closer ones, I think, um, with Antonio Brown being four or three. But I would go McCoy. Do you agree with that, or well, are you changing your tune a little in bit? In a PPR, I'm going to go Antonio Brown. And I might have even said Antonio Brown for this spot the other day, but we had one of our listener leagues on Sunday. And I got a wide receiver in the first round. And I was a sixth pick and got a wide receiver. And so I was still going to be three picks ahead of, let's say, where number three would be. And I was only able to get Crowell as my number one. And that's another three picks. That for whoever, if I had a three, I'm not even getting Crowell as my number one. And I got Julio, which not maybe as good as Brown, but comparable, obviously. Mm-hmm. I really didn't like the way that turned out. I don't want Crawl as my number one. It might even be, it might even, it might be Marshawn Lynch. I really don't want that. So I think I'm going to have to go McCoy. That's what my reason is. I and we're gonna. This is something we're gonna differ on. Everyone's gonna be Antonio Brown. Majority of the people 
are going to say not to get McCoy here, but in my experience, every time I've done a draft this, this season, every single time I've got a wide receiver round one, I have not liked my team nearly as much. It, it's, it's, oh, it's, almost, it's every time. I don't do it often, but every time I do, I just want to try it out. It never works. I always hate my team. <laughs> I do. I just hate it. I, that wide receiver is good, but I feel like it's not even – it's not good enough to make me want Crowell or Lynch as my number one. Yeah, and when you're making your – you know, your roster, you know, having Antonio Brown there, say, for this instance, um, and then looking at who you fill it out with, mm-hmm. you know, it it's drastically different if you have Antonio Brown and then, say, Devontae Adams and then, like, a, you know, a Macklin or something, and then up top you have Crowell. And, I mean, who else could you have after that? Crowell and, say, Tevin Coleman. I'm probably being a little drastic on that one. But compared to McCoy up there, and then you don't have Antonio Brown, but say you have Demarius Thomas, and then you know those same two guys. I, I think that the drop off is way is much more drastic at the running back position. Um, yeah, Antonio Brown safer, yes. Yep. But um, overall, when you're just going, you know, stats and how many points you're going to get and the week to week matchups, uh, running back yeah. all day. The funny thing is, like in a draft in the first round, the only time I might go wide receiver first round is actually towards the back end of the first round. When I know that I'll be of a top pick in the second, I'm going to get one of the, maybe a Jordan Howard, a DeMarco Murray, J.H.I., at the very least, Gurley Fournette. Yeah. I'm not going to get stuck with Crowell, Miller, Lynch. I don't want that. And exactly. that one, those are my number twos. Yeah, you don't want those for number ones. So if you're at the back end of the first, and Mike Evans is there, Jordy's there, one of those guys, I would do that quicker than I'm going to draft Antonio Brown the first round. Seems weird, but it just depends on who you, Look at it, who you're going to get in the second bit. That's where sometimes these ranks, like, too, got to just think this out. It's all about who's going to be there. And people are always telling you about it's great, but they don't think about what it does to their yeah. team in the second round. And that's interesting. Moving forward, so I assume that we agree yes. that McCoy's going to be number three. Yep. But then we hit number four. And and we're in the, see, yeah. this is the funny part because you're in that same position. But this is where I still I go brown, I guess, because I don't think Melvin Gordon is there. Is that level? Yeah. So that's I don't like it. Okay. That's why I hate having four, five, six like those positions. To me, I don't want to those be in the are middle. the worst. I agree. 100%. I hate those spots because I feel like you're almost forced, at, especially in four and five. I feel like you're almost forced to get those wide receivers because as much as we do like Melvin Gordon, it's almost like man, these other these receivers are just they're the top top end. Melvin Gordon's good, but he's not top end yet. Mm-hmm. That's where it's like you're forced into it thinking, okay, I have to do this. But then you just sit around and hope a running back falls to you that you like. That's it. That's it. it ends up being a hope and waiting game and just thinking, okay, maybe Ajayi's there. Maybe Howard's there. Maybe Murray's there. You know, those guys. I think you go Brown. You have to go Brown for it. You just have to. Yeah, I, I agree. I would go Brown. I would, you know, I'd be a little leery of it only because I know what's about to happen to me coming around. But um, yeah, Antonio Brown is too good to pass up at four. He's just the he's probably the safest fantasy option in the past five years. All right, so this is where it gets interesting. Number five. There's a bunch of options here. Melvin Gordon's there, or you go the receiver route. But we're diff- we differ on Wait, these I was receivers. Say we differ. So it's Julio Beckham Evans or Gordon. Those are the four options of this this spot. Um, I obviously my number two would be Mike Evans. Yours would be who is yours again? Probably be Julio. Julio. Okay, so for me, even though I love Mike Evans, I think he's wonderful. 
I think he's very, very safe to have. I would still go Melvin Gordon here. And I know it seems like kind of a reach at five, and I totally agree with that, but it's the same thing. I, I would feel much better taking a wide receiver a few spots lower, and this is more of how I like to draft more than the talent aspect. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not always the guy. Would you go running back, or do you want to just fight it out, out over receivers? I think after the way that draft went, I think I have to go running back here. I, I, it feels a little like a reach, but it's not as much of a reach anymore as it maybe Gordon's moving up like the consensus ranks it's, on fantasy pros. His ADP is now nine. So it's not crazy. He is behind. He's actually behind Devontae Freeman. Oh, really? Yeah. It, mm. Not in ADP, not in rank. Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's why overall it, it does become very tough because, you know, you might have two running backs right next to each other like we do with Freeman and Gordon. They are very, very, you know, both yep. kind of similar talent-wise, um, and both of them have produced in the past, so who knows. Yep. But with this, now you're sliding people in between them, and that chasm is a little little farther apart, and it does kind of differentiate people that I don't view that much, di- you know, I don't view them that far apart. Yep. So it's very, very interesting in that way. So Melvin Gordon, five. Now we hit well, this number. Is what, this is what I'm going to do here. It all depends on what, how we'll rank these next three wide receivers is going to be based off our consensus currently because we're going to be all over yeah, the board. Yeah, I agree. But that's not the question. It's The question is, do, does Devontae Freeman, who is our sixth right now, or Jordan Howard, like does one of these guys, do they move ahead of any of these receivers? I don't think they do. Who would be the next receiver? After these three? Or on our no, list. No, on our, our list. Our, our, list go, our list will go Julio, Odell, Mike Evans. Okay. That's who we'd slot here. So, basically, does one of those two guys, do they jump Mike Evans? I think the receivers are too good. And I think those guys, have, those running backs have too many question marks. That's kind of what I'm thinking. This is, this is the situation yeah. in the draft right there. And that's what I'm saying at the that's back. Rough. The back end of the first is where I might do this. Because coming around, you can still get a good, if this is the way it went, you should be able to get a solid running back yet. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I, it's one of those funny things because if one of those wide receivers go, they all three go. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, I, I miss one and then I yep. hit Freeman. It's three spots. It's actually quite big because I really do think all three of those wide receivers um, are very, very close to one another. And I, I would. I would have to go wide receiver then at that point. Just because I don't think those yeah, those running backs don't break into this yet, in mm-hmm. my mind. That's We're, we're going to rank them. Julio six, Beckham seven, Evans eight, and that's just because that's where we have consensus, and our, we're, we're different. If you want to really hear where we think, what we think about those receivers, check out our wide receiver ranks episode. We'll break it down on those individual guys. And that's just how it ended up being consensus wise between our ranks. So that's how we'll rank it. Be I, I don't think those running backs fall in there yet. I'd like to. That's where that's where it's tough when you're in the back end. I don't want to be in this mid tier of spots. I really don't. You know, it's oh, it's so tough. It's really, it's 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 tough because I don't like the running backs quite enough to do it. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're just too good to pass up. All all three of those guys can put up just giant numbers. And even though I do have AJ ahead of Mike Evans in my ranks, I'll I'll just put him below and deal with it. He's our he'll be our next receiver. But so AJ is our next wide receiver we have mm-hmm. in our consensus ranks. But you don't agree because you have Dez ahead. But AJ Green is it? It's AJ Green and then Dez. Yeah. and there's those yeah. two are so close. I have no yeah. issue with that. So the running backs, based on our consensus, went Devontae Freeman, Jordan Howard, Demarco Murray, JJ. How many of those running backs are you picking before you go with 
AJ Green. Are you going Freeman? Uh, I would go Freeman and Howard yeah. personally. Yep. It's kind. Of, I think yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Freeman and Howard, and then Murray's the cutoff because Murray's the one with question marks for me as well. Which I have. Yeah, I, I have a Jai. I think I had a Murray. Or no, I had a. I can't remember exactly how we ranked it, but that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the cutoff would be. I think you go to yeah. You have to go. For, I mean Freeman Howard. I think for sure, hundred percent for sure, because that's where I don't want to be. I mean, you could go. This is the spot you could do it if you're in a. We'll go a twelve team. You're not quite there at the back end of it yet, so you don't want to quite yet. If you get running back or go wide receiver here, let's say you went wide receiver at, at number ten. Let's say you passed up for you got Freeman at nine. Let's say you passed up Howard at ten. You picked AJ Green here at ten. You would have then. Four more picks before you picked again. So you have no running back. Howard's still there. One of the picks. Ajayi's still there. Murray's still there. Gurley, Fournette. So you get one of those if you wanted to do that route. You get one of those sides and probably would be hard to say exactly, but you get one of those running backs plus a wide receiver. That could be the way to do it if you wanted to. Yeah, it would still give you options. Yeah, That's where it'd be okay. I'm still not going to recommend it, but that's where the options are. So we go Freeman Howard. Okay. And And just to... Yeah. You know, run it back. We that's our top ten right there. Yeah. So yeah. if we run them back, David Johnson, yeah. Le'Veon Bell, LaShawn McCoy at number three, Antonio Brown goes to number four, Melvin Gordon at number five, and then we have the run on wide receivers. So Julio Jones, Beckham at seven, Evans at eight, and then we round it out with two running backs of Devontae Freeman and then Jordan Howard to round out yep. ten. And then we're moving on to the second half of that top twenty. See, I feel pretty good if I'm at nine or ten, I'm getting one of those guys. I'd much rather get that than Maybe some of those other spots because of what you're going to get coming around. It's just I feel like you're you're forced into those receivers in a way because you know there are better. They are better than those running backs. It just doesn't help your team as much at running back. That's where it just yeah it becomes difficult. And there is a lot of uh, I feel like I say upside all the time, but a lot of upside still when you can grab one of these other wide receivers that are still hanging around. I mean AJ is obviously a great option. I love Dez as well. And then you also have the the youngster in uh, Michael Thomas, which everyone's very, very high on. So you do have a, a lot of say. And then, you know, you drop down a little farther than that, and there's a, just a plethora of guys that are still available. You know, uh, Amari Cooper, T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, uh, Baldwin. So, once again, that's that's what we're seeing when we're making this list, and that's why yep. we're so it's so difficult to – move running backs down even if they're you know comparable so yeah we're sitting here at number 11 wide receivers out there is our aj green and then des running backs it's demarco murray ajayi what are you doing here i if we want to go our running backs are those are those running backs good enough for you to pass up aj and pass up des i think i think with this one i would probably go I think I would. I think I would go wide receiver in this aspect. Well, and part of it is where you were drafting. If this is if, if you're the eleventh pick in a twelve team league, then this definitely means you push a running back back again. If you go wide mm-hmm. receiver, then there's only two picks before you pick again. So at the worst, you have options of maybe Murray and Ajayi both go. It's possible. But then you get Gurley Fournette. But then you have it's okay, I think. Yeah. The difference is here too. If you're in a ten team league. That's where this is an interesting spot to at a 10-team league. If you, say, got Howard at 10, you could load up and get another running back and be really strong right there. That's the other thing. It changes based on if this is a 10-team or this is a 12-team. Mm-hmm. And what's going, what, what, like, you know, what's going on there, that, it changes it. We'll base it off of 12. We're not going to base it off who you're picking, but that's, 
that's why, yes, we're ranking them this way, but it changes based off what league it is and what position you're drafting. Yeah. That's how it changes. And that's why again, the ranks aren't always perfect. Yeah, and that's why I really I really dislike doing or going yeah. strictly off of overall. Because yeah, that's it's a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah. You're sitting there, you drafted Howard at 10, and you were the 11th pick. You might think, oh, man, go running back, running back, get really strong there. Yeah, at that point, it's just strategy, yeah. right? I mean, if you just went straight who's available, best available, yeah. you're going to end up with three wide receivers that are amazing yeah. and no running backs whatsoever because that's who was on the board, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're hurting at an entire category. Yeah. Um, but anyway, at 11, who would you go with? Are you I, thinking A.J. If or it's like, I'm just trying to think. Overall, I think it's A.J. Green. Okay, I there agree. Is, I'm still Murray and then Ajayi are next guys, and I think yeah. I'm a little more well, hesitant. This is the other thing. I'm, I'm going by consensus. Obviously, I flipped, flopped A.J. and Dez. And I think yep. they're very, very close. But in this situation, would we pair them together, or would you want to slot That's right, Murray I think in between? You go one of those. Bro, I, I do too. We'll do the AJ thing. I think it goes AJ, then Murray, and then I would put Dez underneath that. I know that sounds a little counterintuitive, but at the same time, when I, I feel they're so close, um, I think Murray is uh, one of those guys that's ending almost a, a tier or starting go, a tier. I might actually go another running back here, Ajayi, before I go to the second receiver. I'm almost okay. thinking. I think you know what I mean. I, I think, I'm okay with I, that. I think I like Pretty the running much backs that much. Anytime more. we're moving running backs up, I'm okay with. So that's one thing. I think the running backs are that strong. Where and this is obviously this is that's why these ranks aren't gospel. This isn't you know set in stone. If you that's how we're saying this. We have AJ 11 and Des 14. That could easily be Des and then AJ. Jeff would do it that way. Mm-hmm. I would do it the other way. It's just it, it's more of we. These are kind of what we we like these players this kind of way, but. It, it changes. It does change. In if this is a yeah twelve team, it's different than a ten team. It's just, yeah. don't go set. We set, talked about this when we had our we talked about our auction drafts. Don't go into a draft completely set in stone. And I have to do running back, running back. Or I have to do running back wide receiver. I'm going to follow my list and get absolute best available the whole time. Because these guys are so close that you, it just depends who's there and who you really like. You might have to change your strategy a little bit, or if you want to go best available. Completely base it off rank. That's fine too. If that's what you want to do, but I think you just have to be. Drafts change. You have to, you know, change with the draft. As it, if people are getting picked around you, just change up what's going to happen and where you pick next and how many picks are waiting around for you. If somebody's mm-hmm. still going to be there, take ch- you might have to take a chance. But I think we'd go that AJ at eleven. Then you go the running backs to Marco Murray, Jai, and then we pick another wide receiver in Des at fourteen. So in the top fourteen. How many wide receivers did we end up going? Four, five, six receivers, eight running backs in the top 14. So it is still a little run. It's not crazy running back heavy. It would be, but if we just don't like the running backs as much. That's why in the very top it is that you have to get those top running backs. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate those middle picks because once like Gordon's gone, I really don't like it. You know, now with Zeke, without Zeke, it really messes around. And now that's where we talk about Zeke. I was is, he, is he... It, what, what would you think about him here at all? Like, I, I think he deserves to be in the top 20. I don't think he's yeah. there quite yet. Because right now, if you look at our ranks, okay, we went with the running backs, Maria Jai, then Des. Our next running backs, it's Gurley Fournette. Our next receivers, Jordy, Mari Cooper. Ooh, this is... The only, I'm, not talk, I'm not thinking... I'm, I'm thinking Jordy possibly here. Or if, it just depends because Gurley and Fournette, I'm not 100% sold on. Yeah, so that, and that's how they do too. Gurley uh, outranked Fournette in our consensus. Yeah. Okay. So to me, Jordy here yeah. is the next best. He's the he's the final sure thing in my mind. 
Yeah, I, think I, I'd go Jordy. I, I would put Jordy here as because well. Because it's just, he's the final sure thing we have on our ranks, I believe. That's that's in my mind. Yep. So this is where I put Jordy. And then, ooh. And so the next one, what would that? What would the next wide receiver be then? Michael Thomas? In our ranks, it's Cooper. Oh, Cooper, that's right. Yep. Mari Cooper is our next. So, yeah. so it would have to be Gurley or Cooper. And I, I think I, go I would too. I was gonna say I think at this point I actually would, you know, tell me if you would disagree, but I would actually go Gurley and then Fournette yes, right away. Exactly, hundred percent. Because I think those two have great potential, and I'd much rather have them. I mean, Cooper has potential too, but that's these are three potential picks, and I'd rather have the running back with potential than the wide receiver with potential. Mm-hmm. Now this is where it gets interesting. Do you go Zeke at eighteen? Ahead of like Amari Cooper. Some people here would have Michael Thomas. We have Michael Thomas lower than Cooper and Hilton. Yeah, that's I know people might be thinking, oh, Michael well, Thomas, Michael Thomas. How's that? How's this go? So we only have a few spots left. Ezekiel Elliott will be the only running back that's in the in the discussion. I feel. I I believe so too. Okay, and so, so and then we go Cooper, and then who's the one after that? Hilton. But I think we st- have we have you changed since we did our consensus? I yeah, have. I would. I would I put Thomas. Thomas over him. Okay, yeah. I would say this. It's been a few weeks since we did our wide receivers. I think we've changed. I'm going Hitler Thomas now ahead of Hitler. Yeah, I would too. Okay. So now those are the final three players, I think, on our list. But what order? For do you me, go, do you go see, Cooper? this is funny. I actually think, uh, I mean, it's tough because I think I would I'd rank them a little bit differently. But I think that, see, I think I would actually think I would have Michael Thomas over Cooper at this point. I think I would even change that. that too? So I think I would actually, actually go I might, Thomas. I, agree with you. I would go Thomas Z. Cooper in this situation. Now, I think I agree. I think I've changed it around. I haven't actually updated it yet, but I think it, the way things have been going, yeah. I, I don't know what it is in my mind about. Well, Cooper and that's again. only just flip flopping them, and that's how big of a change it is when you go overall. Yep. So I mean, that's how I feel like it would be. I, I like Michael Thomas, his upside. Um, I think it's still better to have him yeah, the actually, full season. Yeah. And then Elliot, I think he's too much of a risk to take above him. And I think him and Cooper are very, you know, very yeah. close. I think that's where, I think that's the way to go on this. I'm looking at it right. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Michael today. I'll go Michael Thomas for sure. Then I think that's where you go Zeke. I think that's about where I feel comfortable with Zeke. And I've seen him go, I've been seeing him go higher than this. I don't know if you get him here. But I would, yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think you do. But this, I would feel very secure in this. If if you gave me the option between Elliot and Cooper, I'm taking Elliot even with the um, yep. with suspension. And if you told me Michael Thomas, I'd probably take Michael Thomas. Yep. So um, I mean, that's the the you know, it's just straight eye test of my knee jerk reaction when you were telling me these people, um, and that would be our top twenty right there. Yep. And it's kind of funny because as running back heavy as we want to go, mm-hmm. it's still only eleven to nine. And, but the reason is because the wide receivers are just that much more talented. And the running backs are terrible. <laughs> that's why you need to get the top-end guys. Yeah, and because, that's, you know, like Gurley and Fournette, one hasn't yep. proven anything, one had a terrible last year. Yep. But because of the scarcity, these guys go up. And Elliott is going to miss half a year, and, and I still up. rank him yeah. in the top 20. That's how crazy it is at running back. Yeah, if, if Zeke's here, it changes our ranks quite a bit. I mean, obviously he would have been third, and then McCoy would have been fourth, so our top four would have been running backs, and it would have just changed up a lot of stuff. But, yeah, I think I'm trying to think. I haven't had a good idea where to get Zeke, but I think doing it this way, kind of, I'd rather have him there. I'd rather get Zeke over Crowell, in my mind. 
I've been I've been not as big on Crowell, but I'm not as big on anybody after the top eleven running backs. Yeah, yeah and uh, people are probably gonna have a hard time swallowing that pill as far as taking not taking Crowell Lynch over a guy that's gonna miss half the season. But at the same time, you know, you you look at it and if you get him, you plan accordingly. So it's not like it's not like you're completely missing out. You still have options of, of who to back him up with, whether or not it's going to be down the line with Doug Martin or yep. McFadden, um, whoever gets that spot. Uh, I don't think it's as big of a thing, and he's too talented not to draft on your team. I mean, when he comes back, you would have a huge, huge boost of uh, production. Um, yeah, and I would. There's no doubt about it. I, I like Crowell. I'm not as low as you, but at the same time, Ezekiel Elliott really is that much better. I mean, the fact that he's a guaranteed top three guy, yep. he doesn't have that suspension. Yep. All right, I think that's it for the top twenty episode. Again, then again, this isn't set in stone. You don't need like we're we wouldn't even follow this one hundred percent. Things change in your draft. You might all of a sudden realize, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to switch up the strategy. These guys got picked. It changes. You have to change with the draft. And, yeah. and don't ever completely be one hundred percent set in stone. No, and especially if it's a say it's a keeper league. I mean, you have to look at who's already yep. on your roster, who's taken yep. away. Um, you know, it might be even more so. Like all the running backs are capped, and obviously, you know, you can go wide receiver. All right, I think that'll be it for the top twenty. Yeah, we will talk to you guys tomorrow.